Hello and welcome to the Daily Reprieve Podcast, where the sexaholic or sex addict can find experience, strength, and hope from those that have traveled this road ahead of us. This episode is produced in the spirit of the 12th step to carry the message to other sexaholics. Every effort has been made to remove full names of the speakers in these recordings. This is done in order to follow the 11th tradition regarding anonymity at the level of press, radio, television, and film. This podcast is self-supporting through contributions. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and would like to support The Daily Reprieve, please do so by going to GoFundMe.com, search for The Daily Reprieve, and click on Donate Now. Without further ado, please enjoy today's Daily Reprieve. Hi, my name is Yitzhi. I'm a sexaholic. I'm out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, I want to start this meeting. Can I just ask you to see if you can fix up your, your picture there, but I'm looking at a bottle or something. Oh, whoop. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute everyone right now who is speaking. Yes, better. A little bit of order. Oh, sorry. It's muted you. Sorry. It's I'm on mute. Leave Sylvia's phone alone. Okay. Which one's Sylvia's phone? It says Sylvia's phone on it. <laughs> it does? Yeah. She's right, right in front of me. I'll tell you what, you, you leave it alone here, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll, if you have any problems, I'll, I'll mute them, yeah? No problem. Come on. Right, okay, Yitzi. I Sylvia's phone, so... Hi, my name is... Sure, my name is Yitzi. I'm a sexaholic. Hi, Yitzi. And um, I'd like to open this meeting with, I guess, the third... I'll open this meeting with the third step prayer, as it's a meeting about prayer and meditation, steps 10 and 11. Um, we'll, ha- um, we'll have Harvey speaking for about 10 minutes, and then we'll have Sylvia speak for another 10 minutes on, on the topic. And um, just a reminder to all the participants that this, this session is going to be recorded. So if you do not like to, uh, to have yourself recorded, please participate by listening only. Thank you. Um, I'm opening this meeting with the prayer. If you want the prayer, it's found in the big book on page 63, in the second paragraph. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, the victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Okay, so with that, I would like to, I would like to uh, ask Harvey. Harvey, are you online? <coughs> Yitzi, just before you go forward, can we can we actually give the speakers fifteen minutes? I don't want to give Harvey a heart attack by trying to ask him to speak within ten minutes. So oh, okay. I didn't realize fifteen minutes, and if it goes beyond that, we'll be okay with it. But like, sort of at least fifteen. You know, we come a long way. Thank you. Oh, sure. So, what are we yeah. going to do now? I didn't give you the clear instructions. There, there you go. Thank you. I'm... Okay. So, what do I do actually? I can't hear you. You're muted. Next oh, Harvey, Harvey there? We're just going to give him 15 minutes. Huh? I don't think Would you give Sylvia the word first, please? If Sylvia is there. Is she there? Which one is her number? Yeah, I see. It says Sylvia's phone and it has half of her head in it. And she's okay. muted. So we can unmute her. Okay, I don't oh. muted you, Sylvia. Yeah, I I, hang on. Two, no, so she's still muted. muted. She's muted. Okay. I see Sylvia. Okay, fine. Great. Um, 
much of we can hear you, Sylvia. I can't. Oh, there we go. There you go. Yeah, we hear you good, Sylvia. Okay, I can't hear y'all. Do you hear us, Sylvia? I do at this moment. Okay, great. Beginning. So I'd like to ask you to um, share for about 10 or 15 minutes, did we say, Brandon? Yeah. On on steps 10 and 11. On 10 and 11? Mm-hmm. My name is Sylvia, and I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. Hey, Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. And, um, this is a new experience for me, so I'm ex- having to have a lot of help with it. Um. I've been in SA, my sobriety definition is May 10th, 1983, and for that I'm never, ever sufficiently grateful. I uh, love this program, and without it, my husband would be dead and I would be in jail for killing him. So um, we are still happily married after 61 years. Actually, it's been happily married since for 35 years. The other 35 were pretty bad. So um, what what happened is that I I heard about SA and I was able to get uh, joined. And in that process, I uh, learned to work the steps. And as I learned to work the steps, I began to have a spiritual awakening. So... Um, my sobriety, I always say, is the spiritual awakening that came gradually. It was like one step at a time for me. I didn't have it instantly. It was just one step at a time that I had an awakening. And uh, since then, I have had lots of spiritual awakenings. It would take me a long all day to, to go through all of them in the 35 years I've been here. And um, uh, step, I'm supposed to talk to you about step 10. And um, step 10 is continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And I um, came to that step and uh, it was very difficult to do the fourth and fifth step. But I did it several times because I was in several different 12-step programs. And so when I got to take a personal inventory, um, and I continued to do that, and on the times that I didn't do that, um, well, for instance, uh, my one story in particular that always stuck in my mind was that whenever I... um, uh, I was sober, and I, we were talking about going to a a, a a comedy nightclub. And my husband is in recovery with drinking, and I was in recovery with uh, um, uh, good material instead of uh, obscene 
things that I was used to. And um, in the process, we decided that we didn't need to go to that club to, to meet my cousins. And so we didn't go, but we didn't call my cousins and tell them that we weren't coming. And so I worried about that for about nine months. And then we had an occasion that we were with them, and, and uh, they were from out a different town. And when we were with them, I told her that I was sorry that we didn't meet them. And when I finished, she said, oh, well, that's the night that uh, I, my mother was in the hospital, and we were at the hospital instead. So it's like I could have told them many uh Many times before that, I wouldn't have been worried for the nine months that I was uh, worrying about giving that uh, apology. So that's that's the reason I think that prompt, the word prompt is there, is because it would save us a lot of time and trouble and pain. And um, uh, that along uh, the way has been... Um, Um, a, a good lesson to me to do that. Um, sometimes I'm still not very good about doing it immediately. But, um, you know, I have a lot of defects that I have to work on, and these um, being responsible is one of them. I have to work at being responsible. It's not uh, doesn't come even easy for me because I'm a daydreamer. I'm a I'm a, a person who uh, uh, looks at the things around me and and don't always see them and don't always understand what's going on. And um, I just do what I can understand, but. The one thing I do understand is that as I work these steps, and on step 11, we had um, uh, sought through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God as, as I understand God. and. I uh, learned to meditate. I went to some meditation classes, and uh, um, a church here offered them. And I took the classes and started doing a lot of meditation. And as I did that, there were many uh, experiences that came to me that would not have come had I not been doing that. Um, we opened a business that had to do with recovery, in an apartment building that we had rented before recovery and uh, had not um, done anything with it except have uh, people in it who were users. And one man who went down to the corner and shot himself in the head in a phone booth. And I said, we've got to do something different. And in my meditation, it came to me to, open the halfway house that uh, another place had been trying to open it. And uh, we opened with one client and one counselor and an apartment building that was full of uh, uh, people who just lived there. 
And as each person checked out and moved, we replaced them with a recovering person. And that was the beginning of our business. And um, we did that for several years, up until 1999. And in the process of, of having that, we ended up having um, several halfway houses. We had um, two adults, co-addicts, uh, co and uh, we had uh, adolescent girls and an adolescent boys. And then uh, as the time went on, um, we ended up losing that financially. We never, ever got rich on the on this deal and never, ever broke even, even as that. It was uh, uh, difficult business because... Alcoholics don't pay very good, you know, and so there were a lot of things that that fell to the wayside. Um, from there, uh, we had um, we had been able to get a lot of things started in our church, and uh, God has seen to it that we did that. We opened uh, the church to the AA community and we have uh, about eight meetings that meet in our church now and uh, we have a, a, a program for recovering people uh, that are still in treatment that would help them with their program um, all of this has come about as a result of either mine or my husband's meditation and uh, praying for knowledge of God's will for us because that seems to be where it is. It's for us to work with alcoholics, addicts, sex addicts, overeaters, anonymous, whatever. An addict is an addict is an addict. And um, we're very grateful for the opportunity to do that. And we've had several conferences here in Oklahoma. We've had four. And uh, look forward to someday when we're able to have another one. And, but our group is smaller right now. And um, we are growing. But uh, we're glad to, I'm glad to be here. And I thank you for the opportunity to share with you. And uh, if you ever come to Oklahoma City, call and we'll visit and get to know you. My picture has gone off, so I am assuming I am off. Well, we still hear you. Um, okay. Is that the end of the time, though? No, you still have another uh, probably like seven minutes. You started a little, we started like a little late, if you want. Okay. Well, okay, if I have seven more minutes, then um, I will... Go on with uh, the fact that at one point in my recovery, I decided I didn't need to go to so many meetings. So I stopped. Uh, I went to two. I had in the beginning of my program, I went to a meeting every day of the week. And I did that for a couple of years. And then I kind of gradually dropped one or so. And then uh, about 10 years or so into recovery, I decided to uh, 
I didn't have to go that often that um, I could I could back off of some of them. So I did, and I uh, cut back to two meetings. Uh, in the beginning, I was or before that, I was doing one OA, one SA, and one Al-Anon. So I was getting three different recovery areas, but the same steps. That's what I always, everybody would say, oh, you're working too many programs. And I would say, no, it's all the same steps. It's just working it in different areas of my life. And that's what I have to do on a daily basis is work this program in every area of my life. And when I do that, I do much better. But I began to notice that I was kind of falling off on my um, spirituality and not feeling as good about things. And so I added another meeting, and then I added another meeting. So now I'm going to three and sometimes four meetings a week uh, back up. I heard a speaker one time who said that one meeting a week was just taking up space. Two meetings a week was that uh, you might stay sober. Three meetings a week, you would grow. So I, I prefer to think about the fact that I might be growing. Therefore, I want to continue with my meetings and keep them at, at, at three. And if I go to four, think what else I'll grow. Also, uh, we talk about... Um, I had a girl tell me one time that she had never been happy in in SA. She'd never been happy sober, and she'd been sober for a a number of years. So I suggested to her that she write a gratitude list. She's been doing the gratitude list for three years now and is the happiest person I know around. She's a good example of what will happen if we do a gratitude list. And thank God for the wonderful things that we have. And uh, we, me, being in this program has been a wonderful experience for me. Without it, um, I, I just don't think I could even function. I would be, uh, might be pretty violent and pretty nasty because I was before I got here. So I know I would go backwards. And I don't know how other people do it, but I certainly know that I need this program. And I hope that the rest of you will join me. Is that the 10 minutes? Okay. That was another, um, yeah, it's another, um, what do you call it? That was another four. If you want, if you want to continue, um. <laughs> it seems like I'm talking an awful long time. Yeah. Um, just, I'm going to have to hop in here just and sort of say that um, Harvey hasn't shown yet. I've tried ringing him, but he hasn't shown. Um, yeah, he's noticed. Okay, so I think we just, uh, I'll hand it back to you, Yitzi, just to open it up and have people, people share. And as a matter of fact, what you could do is people might like to ask questions directly of Sylvia. Um, I would sure. love that. You've got questions. Yeah, let's do that. Like, why don't we do questions and answers to Sylvia? There you have. Okay. Opportunity. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, fine. Um, we'll give people three minutes to share and ask questions, basically. 
Okay, that would be great. Yeah, um, Brenda, does that make sense? Three minutes per per person, basically. Well, I, what I do first of all is why don't we get any questions out of the way first of oh. all? Let's go okay, some and some answers, and we keep ten minutes at the end for somebody who's or ten or twenty minutes at the end for somebody who's burning to share. Yeah. Okay, fine, sure. Okay, fine. So as you guys probably heard, Brendan, the sorry about the lighting here, it's a bit terrible. Um, as you guys probably heard, Brendan, the I'm gonna open up the floor first for questions. If someone has anything directly to ask Sylvia um about steps ten and eleven or in general about the program. Um please uh you know, please unmute yourself and uh you know we'll go from there. Hi, Sylvia. This is uh, Indre. I uh, I don't have a question. I just want to say how uh, moved I am to to see you and hear you again. Um, I it's many years since we uh, last met, but I came to stay with you and Jean, um, and with another member, and we went for a long drive across the states. And uh, it was just just uh, unforgettable the, the the time we spent together in in your home. Have you still got that collection of Barbie dolls? No, I'm afraid um, not. Um, yeah, sorry, I remember, I, just... I remember visiting you, Andre, when you're home too, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And you saw too okay. that we found a church and and uh, was able to go to church on Easter Sunday and that was wonderful um, I'm sorry to interrupt this, this um, what do you call it I, I feel bad but like this is reserved for people to specifically ask questions and general shares and comments will be later thanks for understanding okay you know, because people want I assume there are people that have questions so it's very nice to chit chat but you know I'm not, I'm, you know what I mean it's yes yeah okay so next question if you if you have a question please unmute yourself you're probably muted um so you'd have to unmute yourself in order to yeah sorry not not you sylvia um anyone else who's on the line who would like to ask you a question okay since the default is muted so the people would have to unmute first Nobody has any questions. Sylvia, this is Brandon here. I've got, huh? <laughs> I got a question for you. And it's a question which I think is, um, and I, I, I don't know, I've been up and down doing two things while you're here, but I heard most of your talk. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do with, with Channel B this time was to get more women on, you know. Um, we've been trying to get more balance in the thing, but I'd have to sort of say if we look at Channel A, um, two out of 24 uh, speaker slots are, are, are for women and the rest have all been for men. And I'm not saying that, you know, there should be that major difference, but there's, there's you know, um, there's a lot more women in the program now than there was uh, in time gone by. What would you say perhaps were the challenges that you faced when you first came in? And do you, how, do you, how have you seen the change? And I have suggestions for people, you know, for women and for men on how to make SA more accessible uh, and a safe uh, a safe place for women. 
and others, other vulnerable people. Yeah, we're well, all in the beginning in our part of the world. Uh, there was me and one other man who were the beginning of this uh, area, and uh, we had a group of women who were from OA that came uh, in for a short period, and uh, Jess L was uh, living here at that time, and and um, they evidently came to because he was famous and then they dropped out and that left um, the one gentleman and myself for a number of years we would start to uh, decide to close the meeting down because we weren't having any new ones and then we would just say okay next week if we don't have anybody we'll close well the next week somebody would be there and that happened over and over, that every time we decided we were going to close, there would be somebody who showed up. And some for a while who showed up for a, a good length of while. And uh, then gradually, uh, some of them dropped out too. And uh, our long-term sobriety has either died or, or uh, moved out of town. Um, I have a yeah, I am. Um, um, today, I, I'm, a lot of the women are afraid of the men because they have been abused. Uh, but since I don't recall that I was ever abused, I don't have that problem. And um, I learned how to talk to a man in in a uh, essay. Because before I got an essay, the only way I knew to talk to them was to flirt with them. And so I learned how to talk to them without the flirting. And that was uh, a great gift to be able to do that. And I'm able to do that today. And um, I don't know. I, I always think, well, what's the matter? But. That's because it was so easy for me, and it still is. I have always been treated with great respect in this program, and I'm very grateful for that. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sylvia. My name is Alona. I'm currently in Singapore. Uh, my home group is in Canada, and recently in Singapore, Dave T. from Oklahoma came to visit us and your name was mentioned so it's uh, an honor uh, to meet you uh, in this manner I uh, am generally the only female in my groups um, both in Canada and in Singapore and um, that's been the way since I've been in recovery the past three years um, at first it was a struggle for me um, and, uh, because my demographic was men and my first sponsor pointed out that, uh, what better way to heal than in a group of men learn how to, to behave. Um, so I just wanted to say it's an honor to meet you. Uh, I listened to your share. Uh, I've listened to your responses and, um, how, uh, in your opinion, do we encourage women to join SA when, in fact, there are a lot of men um, in the group? And 
like yourself, I haven't been uh, sexually abused or abused by men. Uh, there have been abusive relationships, but not anything that would cause me to uh, to be in fear for my life or my health and so forth. So I'll turn it over to you, Sylvia. How do we attract women? I wish I knew. <laughs> Uh huh. So you're just stumped. I, I we have one woman and myself in Oklahoma City. We have been here for 35 years with with SA, and we have from time to time had women who've come through and and participated for a while, and end up leaving. Uh, one time, uh, there were like four women who came at the same time from another program, another S program and thought they wanted our sobriety, and they came a couple of times, but they said, oh, they just couldn't come with the men there. They had to have a women's meeting, so we decided that we would have a 30-minute women's meeting before our other meeting, and then and then meet, have the other meeting. And they did that one week, and the second week, nobody showed up but me. So I said, I don't think I'll do that again. If they want to have a women's meeting, they can start a women's meeting. But it's not going to be me starting it because I have tried too many times, and that that just I mean I don't I don't really care about uh, all women's group. I think that we need men in there. That's the only way I learned how to talk. How would I learn to talk to a man if I'm in a meeting with all women? You know. So exactly. I don't um I don't know what you else. Talk about shame. Oh, my right. friend my 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 co friend here that was in program a long time with me for twenty thirty years. Twenty six years sobriety. Twenty six years of sobriety, but she had four years before that. So she's been in program thirty years. She's been but she moved away to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, she wants to say something on shame, and she would like to say that. Is that that okay? Sure. Hi, this is Tricia. I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. My sobriety date, my last sobriety date is June 22, 1992. And I think the biggest block to coming into SA is shame. And for women, it's very very shameful to admit you have a sexual romance, romantic, or relationship addiction. That's the biggest block. Because we're supposed to hold up the the moral standards in our culture. You know? A man is macho if he's oversexed or whatever you want to call it. You know, you're just a little bit oversexed, the therapist might say. But for women, you know, we are supposed to be, you might almost say prudes. Uh, as well, what I was told by my mother was anything goes in marriage, but outside of marriage, you have to be a lady. So for me to acknowledge that was extremely difficult. In fact, I came to SA for my ex-boyfriend, not for myself, but for somebody else, for a man. And then when I started listening, instead of just talking, I realized that I had a problem too. So I would say it's much more difficult. There's shame for men. But shame for women is even more difficult. 
So if we can remove that, and, and what Sylvia didn't share that when I first came in five years after she did, we would go to dinner afterwards, or we would go to movies, or we would go to different events in the city as a group. I might be the only woman there, but I felt comfortable because we would do that. We would talk afterwards in the meetings. We would have the meeting after the meeting, or we'd have dinner before the meeting. So those times afterwards or before a meeting also helped. But in some countries, like Israel, I know, and probably Iran, they, the men do not talk to the women. The men do not touch women. So they can't even hold hands in the circle. So there are, those are boundaries, too, that make it difficult. Thank you so Thank you. much for that. She's been a big help to keep me sober. Um, I hate having her in Pennsylvania. So is there any other question? No? There's no more questions. I guess we could go to, um, I don't know. Is Harvey on yet? I don't know. They don't see Harvey on yet. I guess they would probably let us know when Harvey gets here, but someone would let us know, I'd assume. Daniel? You did, or, or Brendan, or anyone has any idea? Okay, so I guess if, if, Harvey's, if Harvey's not here, so I guess we'll just go to General shares on the topic. Now I'm not even sure what the topic is anymore. Um, if Would it was you 10 like? 11, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm just um, whatever. Would um, you like Patricia to tell her her story on the 11th and 10th and 11th? Um, okay, sure. Yeah, if you want to share for a couple of minutes on on 10 and 11, until now it's 30. Now it's 38. Let's give you till around 45, and then we'll open up the floors for share. The floor for sharing. I don't know. Do you want to or not? Oh, well. Um, I'm asking her. She didn't Oh, know. whoops. I was going to ask about that. Sorry. Okay. This, is, this is Trisha again. Um, I recently heard of the four Gs. So as a, a quick tenth step at night, uh, the first G is think of something good that happened. Think of a glitch, you know, something that kind of went wrong, or I would say a lesson that I need to learn. Um, the third is a goal that I want to achieve or work on that maybe I became aware of this day and or maybe achieved. And the fourth thing is gratitude. I agree with Sylvia. Doing a gratitude list really gets me out of my self-pity. That's one of my, I, I may not, I may turn my, my resentments into self-pity because I, I liked to be a victim. And that was one of the gifts of the fourth and fifth step and the ninth step, is to turn the self-pity into lessons and to take responsibility. And that, as Sylvia said, it's a process. And so I came in thinking, oh, I'm going to get this fixed up and go on with my life. And here I am 30 years later still working on it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so I guess we'll open the floor now for... No, I meant uh, whatever. I mean, I actually was going to give I gave you another five minutes, but I don't know if you want to fill the time or... Oh, you gave us another five I minutes. gave you till 45. Sorry. Yeah, I, get, I figured till 45 would make sense. But um, I wasn't sure if you just ended short or you thought I said 40. Um, we just talked to we were through, I think. <laughs> Uh, okay. She just, 
shared what she was ha- had in mind on that. And, oh, okay. Great. Um, I don't know if there's no questions. I just would like to say that um, I appreciate the opportunity to do this. I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for this program. Um, I didn't really go into a lot of detail, but when I came into program, I was uh, saving my money for a hitman, and my gr- and my daughter was stealing it for cocaine. So it uh, we weren't going very far, very fast, but at least we were not dead yet. But that's that's why this program is so great to me. Uh, my husband has been sober now for thirty six years, and my daughter has been sober for thirty five years. So it's been uh, a wonderful road that we've walked on, and uh, uh, SA has been the biggest part of it. I, I went to um, Hong Kong, and we talked to an AA group, and. Um, uh, um, yeah we went to uh, the girl that talked a minute ago mentioned that she was in Singapore we were in Singapore we went to an AA meeting there SA was not there at the time that we went I went to uh, we went to Israel and um, I made arrangements before we went to meet up with a couple of uh, men from the SA groups there. And I don't believe they're in the fellowship anymore, but um, they gave me a lot of literature that they had translated and I brought it back to Oklahoma or to the central office. And um, I was able to uh, get that material and, and have a meeting. They had an all, all uh, uh, addicts and meeting at that time, and uh, we went, and there was ever every kind of addicts uh, up there. I think there were about fifteen people, and um, that was—I'm not sure how many years ago, but it was quite a while back. So okay, thank I, you, Sylvia. I, okay, sorry. No, I just um, what do you call it? just. We want to give some time for people to share. Okay, that's fine. So I'm, we'll I'm, give I'm we'll give about. Yeah. Okay. Fine. No problem. Um. Thanks. I didn't want to interrupt, but I that sometimes that's the hard job of being a moderator. That's so, right. Yeah. Okay. So um, the floor is now open for sharing. Um, we asked that your shares. I'm just going to repeat quickly. Whoever shares there is going to be recorded. So if you don't want to. If you don't want to be recorded, then please just participate by listening um, and shares are timed at two minutes to be able to give uh, the, the greatest amount of people an opportunity to share. Who would like to begin? Hi, this is Jake. Can I ask a question? Oh, sure. Thanks. Uh, Sylvia, you talked about uh, working multiple programs. I'm kind of... Um, it's kind of, uh, by the way, this is Jacob. Um, I'm shopping now, so I'm going to try to uh, explain it to the best of my ability. But uh, you talked, you mentioned quickly about working multiple programs. I didn't exactly hear what you said. I wanted to know if you could talk about maybe integrating, uh, you know, maybe, you know, whether it's you recommend going to a few different programs and working the steps individually 
maybe bringing them in all together. Um, I just started going to OA a little bit, um, and I wanted to know what you what you you know you mentioned it quickly. So just speak about working in multiple programs and how that <coughs> might look, or how what what you would recommend it to look like. Well, I started in Al-Anon because of my uh, daughter. That's where I first heard the twelve steps, and then I went to uh, Overeaters Anonymous, and um, then. In, the, in Al-Anon, they told me to go to three meetings a week. I went to OA, they told me to go to three meetings a week. I went to SA, and they told me to go to three meetings a week. So that's why I ended up going to a, a meeting every day of the week, because I was following the directions of each program, and I had a sponsor in each program. And um, then I... Um, uh, I did the fourth step three times. Actually, I've done it more times than that. I've done the four, done that probably about six times. But anyway, um, I've done this, the fourth step in all of the programs individually until I got down to where I didn't have anything in my past, only the things that were in my present and future that I had to do step work on, so I continued with step ten after that, and uh, it it uh, by that time I started uh, grouping it together so that it had to do with all three of them, and um, I I just to me it's the same program. It's just uh, a little different um, thing of. Uh, being powerless over but there's lots of things that I'm still powerless over and we'll have to continue to work these steps in order to be able to have God help me relieved so thanks for asking that question thank you Jacob who who, um, it's kind of ironic that when you ask um, someone when you ask okay who would like to share that some people come up with questions but anyway I guess they're dealing with a bunch of with a bunch of addicts so you know they never follow directions anyway (laughs) well we're we're bashful to start yeah whatever um I think we're too egotistical to start off with, not bashful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking for myself, um, I guess, because I don't speak for anyone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> would anyone else, would someone like to share? Uh, hello? Yes. Who is this? Is, uh, Izzy from Muncie, New York. Sexaholic. Oh, hey. Hey. Sure, please, go on. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so my name is Izzy. I'm a great for recovering sexaholic from Muncie, New York. Um, I only um, I sort of came late to this meeting, so to speak. Um, just wanted to check in and uh, uh, share my gratitude for all the I've been in and out of this this uh, SA International uh, or Internet Marathon all day, and it just really kept me connected, kind of like 
uh, prayer, you know, like just all the time, just, um, I don't know, I was at work and I, I, I was, almost felt like I wanted to leave work just to like, um, just to sit down in my truck and just listen to some of the shares that were going on, on throughout the day. Um, so, and, um, I'm really impressed at how simple participating in this, uh, international, uh, program is. I also wanted to share that, um, I, I'm just grateful that I, I have so many friends all, all over the entire world. Um, you know, I thought it was just, I thought it was, it, 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 it's easy for me to start thinking that I'm alone and I'm the only one. And, uh, I only have the, my home group, which I'm very grateful for, but once a year, it's nice to, um, I'm grateful for this. Uh, I've never done this before. I, I understand it's like the second or third time it's being done. And I'm just really, just want to share my gratitude. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you. Who would like to be our next share? Yeah, I'm Keith. Um, Yitzi and uh, sure. Sahalik um, from Ireland and thanks so much Sylvia, it's lovely to see you and hear you and uh, we met briefly in St. Louis and um, yeah, i just uh, very grateful to hear you speaking and sharing and uh, um, I was kind of feeling a bit um, uh, uneasy this evening so I've been somewhat restored to sanity and, uh, yeah, just grateful to be on the call. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Who would like to be our next share? Uh, hello, I'm Paul. Can you guys hear me? Um, very muffled. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I think my phone... No, that's a little better. It's also better. Okay, hi, I'm Paul. I'm a sexaholic and an alcoholic. And this is my first uh, marathon that I participate in this sense. I'm really, a really interesting experience. Uh, what I wanted to share is that I discovered that I was a sexaholic, like I think, a year ago, or more than a year ago, in Romania. Uh, I'm from Romania, and I don't usually, I don't know of any essay group. I was the first that, uh, from my city, from Cluj, that came to groups and admitted that I have this problem with one of the first. So we started founding an essay group in, in Cluj and we started from two members and they're growing. And it's really good to, to see people from other places that share this problem and we hope we, we grow in the good way, not in numbers, but in, in strength. And it's good to not be alone. Thank you. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you. Who would like Hi. to be our next year? Lucky here. Go ahead, here, recovering essay. Hi, Sylvia. Hello, Lucky. Good to see you guys. This kind of touches my heart, I have to say, because... I've been with in with Sylvia since 1985, and I've been like much loner a lot for a lot of those years, and pretty much yeah, 
And um, it's so great to be on this and have it happen and happen last year, too, and everything. And I didn't really realize how much it fe- it was really feeds me and makes me feel really good to be connected and to know that there's a lot of other people doing it and to hear the love that people have when they talk about their sponsees and their, their sober work, their step work, and I feel the same way. Exactly. And then finally, it was many years, and I really didn't have what people wanted, but I do now, and sharing all around the world, and it was just really touching and really sweet and feeding me and feeding all of us. I think that connection is um, one of the things that, so I don't need to act out or run away like I used to because I have the whole thing everyone's looking for, love. And it's right here in the fellowship and it's happened for me and and all of us working this program. So thanks for your service, everybody. Thank you. Who would like to be our next year? Um, gosh, I don't know if this works. Yeah, well, someone, there was just a guy and then there was a, was a man and then a woman, I think. Uh, Who's that? Go, yeah, go right ahead, sir. Sorry. No, no, no. There was a guy before you. Sorry. I'm just going in the order of, uh, you know, whoever chimed in first. So who just chimed in? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Who is this? My name is Israel, I'm from Israel, and grateful to be here, grateful to see you moving, Itzy, never see you, uh, I didn't know you can move, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you, Sylvia, for your sharing, and um, this issue that women's in, in the groups, uh, uh, something happened now in, in my country, because uh, we have, uh, thank God, the group of women uh, in the meetings, and we given the uh, we give we, we given to lead the meetings to the women, and um, it's going great. And uh, I actually am trying to uh, in my life because I'm a sexual being, and I'm sexologic also. I'll try not to, not not to look at a uh, woman in the streets or something. Some looks it's, it's toxic for me, but in the group, I try to look at a woman sharing, and it's make makes me see her like like a human being, not only like a sexual object, object, and maybe <clears throat> I don't know. I just looking for. Uh, even in my house, I have a wife, so I, I need to need to uh, learn how to touch her, not sexually. Um, sometimes, and I I really need to need to learn this. So we need women in say like no 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 fellowship. We need women. I mean, mix of groups like we we do, and I think it's very helpful for sobriety. 
when I look at a woman sharing and I hear the pain and I can, can laugh of her jokes, it's amazing. I mean, it's connection. And thank you for being here. And thank you for, for sharing. And thank you, Itzi. Okay, thank you. For a second, before we go to the next share, um, Brendan, um, Daniel asked me to let you know that you're due on Channel A in a, in a few minutes. Yeah, thank I you. just want to say, I want to say goodbye. Thank you to everybody. Thank you so much, <coughs> Sylvia, and everybody else. Um, and uh, I just want to say, Sylvia mentioned the issue of shame. Um, that's something that I'll be touching on in relation to emotional sobriety on Channel A now, but there's two sp- so there's two specific talks on shame later tonight um, on Channel A, one by Mark V and one by Eric S. Eric's going to talk about toxic shame. Mark is going to talk about shame, and he's going to talk about a shame inventory that he developed, which I came across some time ago. It was written about in, in essay. I came across it. I've listened to his tapes, and I've used it with some people in, in uh, workshops. It's very, very powerful. And as Sylvia was saying, shame is like this very big issue. Uh, if you can... Go and listen to those listen to those talks by Mark, by Eric. Uh, if you want to come and talk about emotional sobriety, I'll deal with that. And all of these things are being recorded. So if you can't get them now, do come back on and look for these things later on. And please spread this out. There's only there's only, there's a good number of people here, but there's thousands more that could do with what's 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 being collected in this. So please spread it. Thank you so much. And um, after this session, there's two hours in Spanish. So you can see when it gets to the end of it, you can run it over a few minutes and then you'll have our Spanish brothers there. Please pass it over to them. Call sure. the other channel, if that's okay, please. Okay, sure, no problem. Okay, fine. Um, who's the next share? Someone. Hi, GC. My name is... No, there was someone, sorry. There was someone before you, a woman? Um, that asked before you? Hi. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just... Hello. Uh, can you hear me all right? Yes. Who is this? I'm sorry. My name's... Uh, okay, it's MD3. My name's Indra. I'm a recovering sexaholic. And uh, this is actually my first marathon. And um, I, I uh, have only, like, sobriety. And I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. I'm Hispanic. Uh, since... Uh, June 21st of this year until now. And I have to say, and I just want to share that I'm really grateful for uh, this moment and being able to share with people from all around the world, this, uh, this really terrible disease that is mainly spiritual, but that I feel hope now more hopeful now than I've ever been. Um, because of hearing shares like this and to be able to connect. That's all I wanted to say. Thanks. Thank you. Um, just before the next year, by the way, for those who don't know, this is only the second marathon. The first one was last year in July, and this is the next one. I'm sorry, in August, August 29th or 23rd. Remember, that was the first one. It was called SAG Camp. And this is the second one. I believe it was Nicholas's brainchild. So um, anyone wants to take him, they could do that. And uh, yeah, that's Nicholas from the UK. And um, 